Hello and welcome to Theater 5 from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Theater 5 presents Three on a Death. I don't know what that filth you spouted to me on the phone was supposed to do, but if you wanted me to get up here to your office fast, it worked. Hello, Dennis. Yes, I wanted you to come to my office, and I confess I enjoy making people do what I want. Now sit down. Close the door. Sorry, Larry. I'll stand and leave the door open. Well, suit yourself. If you want to have your wife's name kicked around the office... Hillary. Yes, Hillary. She's a beautiful woman, Wes. I enjoy making her do what I want, too. Now, pick yourself up, Larry, and we'll forget what you said. You're a violent man, Les. Somehow that makes it even more enjoyable. I don't know what you think you're doing, but let's... Let's call it the divorce game, Les. What? Your wife is going to divorce you and marry me. You're crazy. You've really gone out of your helmet. (laughs) Remember our trip to Paris? Yes. And, uh... The night you got so sick? I've already thanked you for taking care of me. I don't know what was in those drinks. Knockout drops. And while you were uh, out, I had these pictures taken. The Parisians understand these things. Here, take a look. How do you think your wife will like those? Give them to me. (laughs) She has a set. And I have plenty more, too. What kind of man are you? A smart man, Les. A smart man in a stupid world. When I see something I want, I take it. I arrange to take it. Why do you think you were called to Paris to draw the plans for that building in the first place? I know now. A frame-up. Well, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell Hillary the truth. Hold it, Les. You know, you don't know your wife very well. She's, uh, She's really a savage. I understand her. And I also know how proud she is and uh, how jealous. I guess that's all, Les. Oh, I can give you some phone numbers now that you're about to be single again. Hello? Larry, this is Dick Quaid. I've been trying to reach you all day. Uh, What do you mean by calling me at home? What? I know you want to talk business, Quaid, but I'm taking Hillary to the ballet. Well, I I tried your office, but you weren't in. This is vital, Larry. To you. Call me tomorrow. That's the first I've heard about the ballet. I know. One of your devices, Larry? (laughs) Oh, among your other attributes, Hillary, is a lovely vocabulary. devices. (laughs) That would be Richard Quaid again. And a lovely brain. And I think that's something you should remember. I'm going into the library. Well, you might find this amusing. I'm beginning to wonder about your little games, Larry. Oh, you're wrong, my dear. They're not little games. 
Well, whatever they are, Larry, I warn you. Don't ever try one on me. <laughs> Hello. I'm sorry to call you at home, Larry, but it's about those parts. I'm in Washington, and the Navy says the parts are defective. Really? Well, you don't seem surprised. Well, they were very cheap. That's why you bought them, Dick. Cheap is one thing, defective another. Uh, look, it's raining here, Dick, and you know what traffic is like in this town. I've got to leave now because I don't like to disturb people in the theater by coming in late. Well, if you don't like to disturb people, maybe you'd better think about those people who were going to fly in those planes that would have crashed. Oh, Dick, Dick. No harm's done. The Navy discovered the whole thing. No harm! Unless you can back me up, I'm ruined. I told you... Back you up? How? Your contract was with the Navy. If you delivered defective material, that's your lookout. Don't come crying to me with your problem. Sorry to bother you here at lunch, Mr. Warwick, but you've been ducking me. Sit down, Quaid. Have a drink. No, thanks. I found out how the Navy discovered those parts would affect you. Are you still wasting time thinking about that? Wasting time? I'm bankrupt, ruined, and you did it. You sold me those parts at a ridiculous price, pretending to do me a favor. You knew they were rotten, and then you blew the whistle on me in Washington. You're a fool, Quaid. I know it. What are you? A public-spirited citizen, a patriot. I did my duty. I didn't sell you those parts, and I can prove it. I told you where you could get them at a price that interested you. I have nothing to do with that company. All right. All right, will you tell me one thing? Mm-hmm. Why? Why did you do it? Remember those gin rummy games at the club? Yes. I don't like to lose, Dick. You, you, you don't mean to tell me that just because I beat you at a card game that... I'll tell you something that I'll later deny if you ever bring it up. I cheat at cards. I was cheating at gin. And you, you were so lucky that you won anyway. Well, I don't believe in luck, Quaid. I just wanted to prove it. Now get out of here before I call a maitre d' and have you thrown out. See you a minute, Larry. I never talk business at a party, Jack. Well, this isn't exactly business. Well, then it can wait. No, I'm afraid not. I haven't danced with Hillary since the party started. I'm she... glad you're concerned with your family obligations. In fact, that's what I want to talk to you about. Come on in here. I've uh, got to talk to you about Janice. Jack, I thought you were much too intelligent to play the outraged parent. And I thought you were too sensible to run around with a girl 20 years younger than yourself. Well, everyone loves youth, Jack. I don't care what everyone loves. I'm telling you to stay away from my daughter. Why don't you tell her to stay away from me? I'll handle Janice. Fine, fine. Now that that's settled, let's get back to the party. Now, just a minute, Larry. Hmm? You don't have children, do you? Yes, two. Boy and a girl. Those are your stepchildren. They don't even live with you. Oh, You want to find out whether I have any paternal instinct. You know, you never cease to amaze me. I thought you'd be apologetic or 
or embarrassed or tried to offer an explanation. Why I, should I? Larry, you're more than twice Janice's age. You're married. I'm a you... man who can show Janice the world as it really is. Now, you can't expect a girl like her to be interested in those idiots her own age. Everything they know, I know. Everything they've learned, I've learned. And everything they're about to learn, I've already experienced. You should be thankful that's to enough, me for Larry. taking her in hand. I said that's enough. Suit yourself. I intend to. And I'm warning you. Stay away from Janice. Mind if I join you, Dick? Well, as long as you understand, I can't buy you a drink, Les. I'm buying. Two scotches, please. Thanks. Anything I can do for you? Oh, you've done all you could. No use throwing good money after bad. I'm finished. This is my last drink here at the club. I've been posted for a month, you know. I know. But at least let me take care of your club dues for a no, while. Oh, thanks. You helped me out enough. It's about time I faced facts. I'm not going to come back. Larry Warwick is taking care of that. Nobody will do business with uh, Someday someone's going to kill that guy. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let me know when so I can be around to see it. Oh, here we are. And what do we drink to? Goodbye? No. Let's drink to something we want. How about to the death of Larry Warwick? Uh, bottoms up. You know, it's funny about Larry. Oh, let's talk about something else. Yeah, I'd like to. But did you see who just came in? Who? Jack Jackson. You uh, know about Larry and Jack's daughter. Doesn't everyone? You know Jackson? Oh, just to say hello to you? Not that well. Let's ask him over. Are you drunk? <laughs> maybe. Just a little. I thought maybe he'd like to buy me a farewell drink, too. After all, we're not only fellow members of this club. We're a very special group. We've all been cheated by Larry Warwick. We're paid-up members of the I Hate Warwick's Guts Association. Maybe he'd like to forget about that. Well, a drink might help him. Mr. Jackson? Uh, Mr. Jackson? Oh, oh, uh, good evening, Darnell. I don't believe I... Uh, I'd like you to meet Richard Quaid. As of tonight, ex-member of the Corinthian Club. Uh, sir, Mr. Jackson, have a drink. Well, it's getting on toward dinner and I... We're I... drinking to uh, Larry Warwick. What? <laughs> to his death. He said a little too much. Well, if you don't mind, the next round is on me. Charlie? Three more drinks here, please. Gentlemen, you interest me. to feel a little ashamed of myself. After what Warwick did to you? You must have a pretty tender conscience to be upset it by... It isn't my conscience, Jack. It's my stomach. Three grown men sitting around a table, plotting against Warwick like kids playing some childish game. 
Have any of you thought just how flattered Warwick would be if he could hear us? I wonder how he'd feel if it weren't a game. What? Simple question. Would Larry Warwick be flattered if he knew that the three of us had made up our minds to kill him? You can't mean that, Jack. It was the only thought in my mind from the minute I sat down with you. But, well, that's murder. Yes, I know. And if you're interested, we can have a drink at my house. And make yourselves comfortable. Maybe we shouldn't have another drink. Dick, are you all right? If you mean, am I sober? Yes. Good. Now, you understood what I said back at the club, but I'm not sure you understand just what this means. We're not children. We understand. I still want to spell it out for you. Unfortunately, none of us is a professional killer. The chances are very good that whoever kills Warwick will also die. Well, that's why I should kill him. I have nothing to lose. Uh -uh, not so fast. Jack's right. Maybe we can figure out a way to kill him without being caught. No, that's not quite what I had in mind. I agreed with you, Les, when you said back at the club we were just talking. Well, the talking is finished now. And before we go into this, each of us has to swear that we go through with it. Now, I propose we vote on the question of killing Lawrence Warwick with a clear understanding of the consequences. I've thought about this for some time now, so I'll vote first. I say, kill him. Dick. Kill him. Yes? Yes. Kill him. All right. Now, how do we go about it? I don't care if I am caught as long as it's simple and sure. If we try this and miss, I'll spend the rest of my life in hell listening to Warwick's laughter. We won't miss. I'm a good shot. But I'll need a gun. That's no problem. Here it is. Wait a minute, Jack. I get a feeling you've been planning this. Maybe setting up Dick to do the actual killing. To tell you the truth, I've been thinking about this for a long time. But believe me, I didn't select Dick or anyone else as the killer. Well, I'm the logical choice, Les. You have two kids. Jack has a wife and daughter. <laughs> what have I got to lose? Wait a minute. Well, then, how do you see it? You want to draw lots? I just think we ought to draw up a plan. Decide how we're going to kill him. There are a lot of ways a man can die. And some of them can be made to look like accidents. There may be, may be, but the police aren't stupid. When Warwick dies, they'll look for a motive. No matter how we plan, we'll be under suspicion. Not if he dies of a heart attack. If Lawrence Warwick dies of natural causes, I'd feel cheated. Me too. That's the point. That's the whole point. I don't get it. Look, if the phone rang right now and we heard that Larry was dead, we'd be disappointed. Why? Speaking for myself, because I want him to know that I'm responsible for his death. I want more than that. I want to see him die. I want to laugh at him the way he laughed at me. Right. So no matter who kills him, the other two will feel cheated. And uh, that's not what we want. All right. How do we do it? Well, here's my solution, if no one objects. Okay, let's hear it. The three of us all armed, go to his house, get him alone, and tell him what we have to tell him. And then we all shoot him. 
And then I insist that we call the police. I don't want to wait to be arrested. Wait a minute. I have an idea. What? We'll go to him, just as Jack said. Mm. But with an extra gun, we'll tell him we're going to kill him. And then we'll give him a choice. A choice? As to how he wants to die. He can shoot himself. Or we'll do it for him. He'll laugh at us. No, he won't. No, I'm sure he won't. Why not? For two reasons. Warwick thinks he's a judge of men. And he thinks he knows when you're bluffing. And we're not. Oh, I can imagine it now. You know, I hope he decides not to kill himself. Well? I like it. It's all right with me. (laughs) You know... I'm going to enjoy this. I'm going to enjoy every minute of it. When we walk out of his library and leave the gun on his desk, I'm going to enjoy what he'll be thinking about. Gentlemen, what are we waiting for? This is it. All set? I am. Hello, Hillary. Oh. uh, Hello, Les. Where's Larry? We want to talk to him. Larry? Yes. Can we come in? Oh, I'm sorry. Come in. Aren't you feeling well, Hillary? Oh, oh yes, I'm, I'm fine. Where is Larry, Mrs. Warwick? Upstairs in the bedroom. Will you please tell him we're here? It's, it's important. I, don't think he can see you. Well, he's got to. Oh. Perhaps you can see him. Les? Uh, how are the children, Les? They're fine, Hillary. That's good. I've been thinking about them. Here we are. Go on in. Oh, no. He, he's dead. Yes, I shot him. I warned him. I warned him not to play those games with me. Flaunting his mistress in front of me. I've got her. Here, put her down here. Hillary, darling. chair. There. She'll be all right. She just fainted. Better call a doctor. And the police. He cheated us. He cheated us again. Funny. What's funny about it? He cheated us, but the joke's on him. He thought he knew so much about people. When he told me Hillary would divorce me, what was it he said? He said, you don't know your wife very well. She's really a savage.
Together Five has presented Three on a Death, written by Murray Burnett, directed by Warren Somerville. In the cast, Joan Lovejoy, Larry Haynes, William Griffiths, Elliot Reed, and Arnold Moss. Script editor, Jack C. Wilson. Original music by Alexander Vlastotsenko. Orchestra under the direction of Glenn Osser. Executive producer for Theater Five, Mr. Lee Bowman. We invite your comments. Write to Theater Five, New York 23, New York. That's Theater Five, New York 23, New York. This is Fred Foy speaking. This has been an ABC Radio Network production.